and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 125. My heart. Woo! Woo! I'm here again. Oh, is it? Yes. One. This yeah. is Chris, and joining me today are. James! Caitlin. Jake! James, oh, I thought Chris was. James Rossi, hi. Chris already went. Oh, I He went. Wow, James, Hello, my name James, is Chris. You were just here two weeks ago. I was here That's two weeks ago. That's insane that you came back to record with us. After a one-week break. I know, right? That's crazy. It's, it's You wild. must really have no life. So you have no contacts. <laughs> it's very accurate. You don't know about all the awesome jokes we did last week. No, oh, man, there was that I, one. I, that I was, don't. Oh, man. That was, that was the best. That was a good joke. So we first up talk, so. this week, Yarp. we are looking at both parts of Birthright. Yay. Eh. In Birthright, uh... <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> yup, exactly. I feel like this that episode is really well. a lot easier to break it up into the stuff that well, yeah, happens that's, to data and, and then the, the stuff, stuff that happens to... So yeah, to basically, the producers were like, hey, we want to help promote Deep Space Nine. So Julian Bashir breaks into sickbay to play with a toy, and Data stops by. It's like, who the Don't fuck are you? Don't call Data that. Data's all, who the fuck are you? And Bashir's all like, I'm a main character from the new series. And they're like, great. And they play with his toy in engineering instead of in sickbay, and it shoots Data, and basically it activates his dreaming subroutine. Meanwhile, Mr. Worf meets James Cromwell. And I would not have recognized James Cromwell. Wait, who was James Cromwell? The the alien that looked like a testicle, the wrinkly alien. Yeah, he was the guy. The the, the guy that oh, took Oh 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 god! For a second, I was thinking of the Klingons, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Man, no, that makes that's way more sense. I'm sitting there, and I was like. I know that voice. So I googled it. I was like, oh fuck, it's Jimmy Cromwell. Yeah, I had no fucking idea. So yeah, Jimmy Cromwell is like, I have weird accents sometimes and other times not really. And sometimes uh, that'll do, pig. Yeah. So uh, I sell you information and Worf is like, or you just give it to me or I fucking kill you in front of all these people who are just going to watch. He's like, okay, okay. He's like, your father, he's alive on Klingon, I mean Romulan prison camp. And Worf is all like, that is dishonorable nonsense bullshit. You take me to this camp. And he goes to the camp. And he becomes a peeping Ta'am. Ta'am? I mean, it's probably the Klingon version of Tom. Tom. I get it. Uh, And he's like, hello, young lady. I am here to rescue you. And she's like, what's going on? He's like, don't tell them you saw me. And she's like, this is weird and upsetting. (laughs) And then, you know, Worf breaks into the camp. And what it turns out is it was a prison camp. It still kind of is. But basically... What happened is, like... Moog isn't there. Moog isn't there, yeah. First of all, that that part of James Cromwell's information was wrong. I have thoughts. Caitlin has thoughts. Mm. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. So, basically, what it turns out is, yes, these Klingons were taken captive. And the Romulans were like, we have your people. And the Klingons were like, we refuse to acknowledge that any of our people were taken captive by fucking Romulans. And then the Romulans become friends with the Klingons. And the Romulans are like, what are we going to fucking do about this? And they Let's go to the, bang them. Yeah, they were like, they go to their high command. Like, so what do we do? And they're like, we don't fucking care. And he's like, well, I'm going to 
step down from the military and just kind of run this camp in like a friendly way. And they're like, whatever the fuck you want, you weird fucker. So they're just kind of a weird little village and they use like spears as tilling things and they use some sort of game as a different game. And this gets all up in Worf's Catholic oh, ass. and the war song becomes a lullaby. He becomes a lullaby. Yeah. And so they're like, look, Worf, we're not going to kill you, but you got to like, you know, stay here. And it's going to be chill though. We're all chill. But Worf can't help himself and starts proselytizing. And finally awakens the Klingonness of the young Klingons. And the Romulan guy is like, you ruined everything. Now I got to kill you. I had a happy life. And the young people are like, no, if you kill Worf, you have to kill me. And Rudy. it's like, I'm Spartacus. Yeah. Rudy. So they're like, you know what? You know what? We were just, the old Klingons like, you know, we did this so to not dishonor our families back on Kronos. But now we're making our new families sad. So the old people are going to stay behind and be old people swingers. While the young Klingons return to the universe, but pretend like. They're from somewhere else. Some of them are Klingon slash Romulan. At least one, yes, is in fact a Klingon-Romulan uh, hybrid. Warp puts his face on her face. Yeah, his racism is strong. And that's, uh, yeah, it's basically the episode. Yeah. Eh. Super good. And James Cromwell never gets paid. No, nor does he appear in the second episode, even though he's in the opening credits. I have a note about that. Ah, thank you. I hope you would. I also so, have a note about that. It's probably um, the same it, Yeah, if we both read Memory Alpha, then we have... So, it's really good. I'll, 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 let you, I'll let you say that. No, 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 by all means. Here is how I imagine this episode was created. Somebody wrote this war story. Nope. And was like, well, this is... <laughs> you can tell me afterwards. Somebody, this, this, is what it so good. this is what it feels like <laughs> as, as an audience member not looking... like. This is how it probably would have felt to an audience member in 1992 or whatever the fuck this was. 93. 93. They didn't remember Alpha, whatever. But it feels like somebody basically was like, all right, I wrote this Wharf episode. Okay. But it's like a little too long to be a one-parter, but too short to realistically stretch into a two-parter. And somebody else goes, well, I had this idea for a data story. And he like learns to dream, but it really only works out to maybe 15, 20 minutes of stuff tops. And they're like, okay, okay, let's just put them together. Peanut butter and chocolate. And then, you know, a producer bursts into the room drunk off his ass with cocaine all over his face being like, Deep Space Nine cameo! And uh, <laughs> Julian Bashir shows up. Was I'm, loud as fuck, I'm sure dude. the last part is right. The, <laughs> the rest is close because I know like they were planning on having both this Romulan prison camp idea mm-hmm. and they were planning on finding a way to have Moog come back. Oh, okay. And I think originally they were supposed to actually have Moog come back and decided, oh god, no. Guys, Moog was there. Yeah? Do you think Elcor? Yeah, Elcor? Absolutely. Lacor? Right. Elcor, isn't that the uh, art yeah, class, the, the woolly mammoths from Mass Effect? Yeah. I don't know. You think you think he just said that he wasn't Moog to I save Worf? I, I do think that. I totally Ooh. think that. That's exactly what I think. I, I don't. And I'm so excited that you think so too. Yeah. Because usually I have stupid ideas and nobody agrees. No, I was so like That's I was. True, really. I was trying to. We don't agree with your good ideas more. either. It's true. Um, just because I, I wasn't sure if like potentially Moog recognized Worf as his own kid at first or not. Mm. Um, but I definitely got the impression that I mean, con- considering all the other stuff with like people always ragging on Moog, he probably was kind of a weak dude, and so like I wouldn't be too surprised. <laughs> but I don't wouldn't wouldn't Worf have been like, oh yeah, you're Moog? Well, no, because how young was he the last time he saw him? The, the, the photographs don't exist. I don't. He grew oh, the, the, I don't fucking know. No, after after what like. 40 years or whatever. 18, I think. I mean, here's the thing. First of all, all of Worf's ancestors exactly like Michael Dorn. That's true. Oh, that's true. So we know yeah, that. Yeah, so then the, apparently then his mother's family has the stronger <laughs> lineage and somehow he oh. looks like his mama. Actually, no, they say multiple times in the episode who Kinder was 25 years ago. Oh, 25 years okay. ago. 
What the fuck was 18 years ago? I don't know. Um, so Worf must be what? Like 20, 25? Is he 30. Like, 30 something? He yeah, if, he, if Kidmer was five. Yeah. If Kidmer was 25 years ago and he was a child. Well, he would have been like a young adult. At, during Kidmer? In Klingon aging. Oh, that that's true. In Klingon, Klingon aging. Klingon aging is weird. Right. So that's something like Because if you, if you look like at Alexander, Alexander, he's like this like tall. He's like a three year old. Yeah. But he's, uh, he's like. I just feel like easily, easily played by like a nine year old. But actor. when you say photographs don't exist, I would say like yeah, because didn't they like find him like in the wreckage of his home? Like that shit probably got destroyed, right? But he was a he was like a one of the great houses of of of, of uh, yeah. But Klingons don't really photographs play nice. are not honorable. And also considering <laughs> here, actually, soul. here's something I want to offer actually as a suggestion though, because I feel like Klingon society is like one of these really old school ones, and I also feel like when back in ancient times not further back than the ancient west a lot further back <laughs> but like when like a new emperor took over they would destroy all the shit before them so like maybe like oh moog dishonored us <laughs> there Actually, goes yeah, everything that, about that moog lines up that's cool. what i feel like would probably be the case first but of all, but they didn't think moog dishonored them until a couple of years ago well maybe they just thought he was a little Bitch and I mean, I, I would say that Klingons don't, don't seem sentimental, so maybe they don't also, carry I, I don't family know. I don't photos. Buy it because I, I, I don't think Moog was there. I think it would have been a way more though. interesting episode if Moog had been there, and then Worf had to deal with being disillusioned that his mm. father had, had turned puss on him. Well, yeah, but the, the whole thing was that the elders were like, yeah, but we came here to like spare our children, so I think he just faked it. Maybe all of the Klingons took new names when they got to their new home. It does seem weird that that's like the one thing that was wrong with James Cromwell's information. I know. Here's yeah. The, yeah, like where did he get the information that Moog was alive? Yeah, it was mostly why, right. Why would he give this to Worf? And, and granted, you know, he was forced into Maybe the alien there, was Moog. I mean, he <coughs> the alien. So <laughs> the alien. I mean, he just wanted to make a buck. Yeah, yeah I but, think I think he knew that like. He knew who Worf was, because uh-huh. Worf's pretty famous. As an information dealer, you don't get paid for lies. Like, yeah, but he could just be like, "Oh, it was a mistake," but I, you know, I brought you, I helped you rescue these Klingons at least. Yeah, no, I, I wonder. I wonder because there was a, there was a lot of drop stuff because the, the James Cromwell character. Jaglong <coughs> Shrek. Great job, guys. Oh, yeah, Shrek. <laughs> uh, he was meant to play a larger part in part two, but okay. James Cromwell, in b- between bouts of filming, broke his leg or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And yeah. thus could not continue filming stuff. Okay. So they cut a whole bunch of stuff that his character would have done. Like, his character would have revealed that he used to be a prisoner himself. So I almost wonder if he just wanted the prisoners to be dealt with in some way mm-hmm. also his character character would have died horribly murdered by klingons that he was trying to help it save. would have made more sense if he was a klingon then mm. you know like the guy the one that got away and he i don't know that would be interesting too. <laughs> yeah, i guess yeah right now you just read it from the angle like he somehow mm-hmm. found out about this camp he knew like, that they were Kinemer people yeah and he's like all right I add, one, I add one lie to make it tempting to this asshole why is he Russian? Because every so often he had a Russian accent. Hello! It would come and go. Welcome to Alien Space Camp. Yeah. I know that mog over here. So we should also at least briefly discuss the, the, the B plot. <laughs> I'd get that out of the way. And like we, the way. And, and we also... Unnecessary. Like That's is, what I say. <laughs> this is great because, you know, it's the first time we have a crossover episode with another running show. And we get to see a fan favorite character. Uh, Data? Mo- yeah. Morn. Oh, uh, we did, yes. Oh, that's true. Uh, was he a favorite by now? He's been a favorite since day one. Everyone loves Morn. All right, all right. I just, we'll w- I just wish, I just wish he'd shut up a little and let some of the other actors talk. But, well, whatever. <laughs> 
in addition to Morn, we get the fan's least favorite character, Jillian Bashir. He's cool later. He eventually. Yeah, he's such a whiny frat boy for yeah. a while. Well, you know what he is? He, he, you know what he reminds me of? So there was a... He's still cute, but There was a annoying. backdoor pilot tell tv movie produced in the mid 90s called white dwarf i might have mentioned this before oh you have yes and it's but it's basically about this young doctor who goes to a far off planet and he's all wide-eyed and uh bushy-tailed yeah and he's played by um fuck i can't remember the actor's name but he later comes on and plays lieutenant hawk in um first okay okay, yeah Uh, McDonough. I can't remember his first name. Anyway. Anywho. Neil, I think. Neil. Yeah, sounds right. He's got like this whole attitude about, you know, ooh, I'm, I'm going to go do great things. And that's kind of what Julian Bashir reminds me of. Mm. The, especially yeah. in this episode where he's just like, I'm the young, cocky, smart man. And... Pretty boy. Young, cocky, smart man. But yeah, yeah. Bashir in his, in his alternate uniform. Yeah. It was originally supposed to have uh, Jedzia in this episode, but she was too busy with DS9. Also, we <laughs> we never find out what his fucking contraption is. I mean, that's the thing. It's like find, it, he finds a, a piece of zapper. alien tech, plugs it into something <laughs> yep. in Medbay, and he's like, "Oh, it's not powerful enough. Can we hook it up to the warp core?" Yeah. No, he starts. He starts. Well, he started in, in, Oh, that's like he was in Medbay. Well, he's a yeah, doctor. Yeah, he starts he in Medbay, just plugging crap into it, and he's like, "I'm pretty sure this is a medical device. Let's plug it into the warp core." Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? It definitely yeah. felt like, like we know exactly. It's like the worst that could go wrong did. They, it shot a fucking laser. And there are no data. Data should not have been standing right in front of. That was one of my. Oh notes. yeah, blame the victim. How do you know what's I the will. front of an alien piece well, of te- like, technology that's supposedly a medical? Equipment. Because there's an orifice facing. Yeah, no, there was clearly a. Barrel and he stood directly in front of him. <laughs> yeah, well, Julie Bashir found a gun and was like, maybe this is for administering metals. Started like shooting people with it, being really confused yeah. why they're not getting better. <laughs> he seems like a really maybe bad doctor. He's a really bad doctor. Directly into the brain. This definitely, this definitely felt like the original script was probably another case of Jordy and Data were just doing experiments and engineering and he got zapped. But then yeah. again, the half-naked coke smeared producer burst in and screamed to DS9. So <laughs> it became Julian Bashir's medical yeah. gun. Yeah, we're going to learn pretty soon that I know we haven't had good luck with doctors because McCoy is inept. Bev is a woman. Pulaski was alright, but she's <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, I can't make bad. those jokes. Jake makes them all the time. No, no, you can. Um, but but Bashir is the worst doctor of them all. No, he's uh, a great doctor. He does the most... He probably does the best doctoring. Yeah, he doesn't cure almost anyone of anything. He, he almost... That's... I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah. We won't talk about that. So, but yeah, the the, 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 the dream thing. Caitlin, you had an amazing comment about it actually online earlier today. The dream thing? Yeah. What did I say? You don't remember? <laughs> I, I was going to let you say it because you're... St- okay, this is Caitlin's line, Wait, wait, wait. What, what did I say? Uh, you went... Wait, so does this garbage definitively prove that androids don't... Oh, don't don't dream of electric sheep. Yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Yes, they dream of electric electric crows. Mm, And... And uh, black. Oh, no, the- mm. I literally yeah. forgot that I had said that. Yeah, it was a good line. I liked yeah, it. so I I found the whole the whole data plot confounding. Like I had the only reason I realized what was going on because I've read three different synopses of it, and one of them finally says says to me like he wasn't supposed to have his dream shit activated yet. Yeah. The the machine machine zapped him, and he has to deal with it without having be without being ready for it. And yeah. I did not get that from the episode. I did. 
Well, I congratulations. Paid a, I paid attention to Wait, They episode. actually come right at... He actually says that to Bashir. I don't listen to when Data talks. I'm just staring at him. Yeah, so the big... I feel like the big problem with this episode, personally, is that the episode the episode has Data have something happen to him, and then he starts seeing visions. Mm-hmm. Now, in a better-told version of the story, that is something that is not supposed to happen. That's something that is, like kind of an unintended consequence of data you know data's intelligence and, yeah and, data is exceeding his program and, exactly like did, like, yeah we, when 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 ross he Which, was also here yeah wow um two that weeks ago two weeks ago, two weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> um same weather though it's weird um, well i mean it's, it's, the, it's the winter what do you yeah. want sorry yeah it's fair um but <laughs> Instead, this episode, and basically the entire story boils down to this, which we can just say and kind of move on from it, is that Data had programs that would allow him to dream, but they were deactivated until he was, until soon, Noonien soon? Yeah. Decided he was ready for having dreams, and then he would activate them. But that didn't happen. Instead, they were activated by accident. And so the episode is Data trying to figure out what these dreams mean and all this stuff. But it it turns out that these particular dreams were probably just pre-programmed. And as like an introduction to the fact that he's now allowed to dream. Which Which is why he can figure out the bird wing before having seen the bird wing. Exactly. So unfortunately, the entire episode is Data has something go wrong. But then the super smart person who was in charge of him had implanted stuff and now it's active. I did mm-hmm. like seeing Soon. That was kind of fun. Yeah. He was, but he but looked fucking weird. Why is he always such a that's creep? Just, that's just what Brent Spiner looks like. Because yeah. he's also like a crazy mad scientist. He is also, yeah. 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 That's the thing. He affects a, a really cuckoo ball face. Yeah. Well, in yeah. Independence Day, he basically quieting. played Soon. I've not seen Independence Day. Oh, oh yeah. He's he was a crazy... Brent Spiner he's in Independence Day? Yeah, he's in He's a cuckoo scientist, but he's got like wavy I have, but I don't remember this. He's the yeah. guy that, that the alien that is studying the alien in Area 51 and then eventually it strangles him and... I don't remember any of them. And he's like, more daddy. He he actually uh, got a whole novel dedicated to his character's origin. Sweet. I read it because I was young and stupid. You're like, Brent Spiner. (laughs) I mean, kind of, probably. Oh, no, wait, that's me and Caitlin. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we also also see uh, Captain Spot, who's my favorite Uh, Star Trek uh, captain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the, the one part in the dream stuff that I did really like is that when he is he's on the bridge and he's talking to soon and figuring out that this is a pre-programmed thing basically he's like he like he's like spots here and then he's like my potted plant is here <laughs> and like those are the most important things in data's life yeah those are what matter no, to no. him his, those hol- are... his hologram of yar wasn't there so mm. therefore true there there is that but you know it's like but it was spot and a potted plant and like he seemed pretty equally interested yeah that's just <laughs> true this would have been a great opportunity to get denise crosby back though to get mm. data wet yeah instead of contriving a <laughs> Wait, is... stupid reason Soon... for her to come back like her daughter looks just fucking like her Soon most likely programmed it so that the dreams where he's explaining the concept to data is not a wet dream Son, son, could you could you stop for just two two minutes, son? But the other son, thing son. Too, though, is so Data has this ability to dream, but it's it's they were pre-programmed like movies. Does I that... I don't know if it's pre-programmed movies. It's just a the he has a program that allows him to yeah. But like, he dream. but he actually talks too soon. Like soon, basically right. explains the first it this to first him. dream. This, is, yeah, it's the tutorial. The first yeah. dream is like, hey, just so you know, this is what you can expect. Yeah, I, I'd imagine yeah, but, the others will be a little more randomized. You know that in every single shooter video game, strafing is really big, but in real life. 
nobody really strafes. When I, move, is... when I move forward and sideways, I don't move any faster in real life. No. Exactly. Really, really, I move slower. People don't think to strafe, I think. It's just un- it's an awkward thing to do. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's weird. Even, yeah. Though, even though it's what keeps you fucking alive? Mm, in mm. the video game. Well, that and serpentine. I think sheer luck is all that's keeping me alive, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> Not strafing. So... <laughs> Yeah, no, it, but it definitely felt like, you know, this one's too short, this one's too long. Hey, let's have them <laughs> sort of react. Nice. You know, it was nice that for once an A what and B plot about? sort of touched one another. <laughs> I mean, barely. I was, I, I know there was a lot of disappointment <coughs> that we didn't get any of the data plot in part two. Like, it just, it's just done in part one, and then part two yeah. is like, it's all Klingons all the time! Do we yeah. even see the fucking ship? Who cares? We don't, yeah, yeah we don't see it until the end. Yeah, when uh, the yeah when the Romulans drop them off. All right, say, have fun with your friends. Well, there is a scene in the middle where they're like, "Oh, we should track." The oh yeah, guy. where is he anyway? Whatever happened to Worf? Yeah, he disappeared. He was over twelve hours late, and they're like, eh, "Maybe we should find him." <laughs> I guess I mean, maybe it's because maybe it's because Worf wasn't on the bridge to be like someone just twenty minutes late. Where the hell are they? That's true. And so everyone is like, "Man, we can finally relax a little." It, and then it's... they're like, "We've relaxed too much. This is why we need Worf." <laughs> Well, this is what happens when the stage manager doesn't show up to rehearsal. It seems the right. whole thing <laughs> that pisses me off most about this episode is so Worf, who goes on this big thing at the beginning with Data, like, your father is important and he's a part of you and you should love him and da-da-da-da-da. And then he goes... You think he was projecting? He goes no. to fucking this fucking prison by himself. He fucking basically submits to a death sentence mm-hmm. with no no knowledge that, it's, that he's going to get Spartacus. Mm-hmm. And yet... Fucking Alexander's just on the ship like, where's my dad? Dad? Why? Why? Where did you go? Why? Was it on the ship at that point? Somebody yes. posted a, somebody posted oh a good uh, Alexander meme on Star Trek ship posting the other I day. I think I might have shared it to the... Oh, did you? Yeah, I saw that. To the actual podcast Because it was specifically page. about this, wasn't it? Well, that's it was just about Alexander in general yeah. and how much he just is left to drown. Yeah. Well, basically, it's him being like taking a fistful of shaving cream and being like, I'm going to get dad in the face when he gets back. Oh, no, that's a different one. Oh, I didn't see this. Oh, what one are you talking about? Uh, the one where it's like, so the, the meme format oh, um, is a woman holding yeah, a child yeah, 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 up yeah. in the pool while in the foreground, another child looks like they're drowning. And so the mother is labeled Wharf. The child she's lifting up says his career and honor. And the drowning child just says Alexander. Pretty much, right? I mean, that's yeah. pretty much true because he never... It, Alexander's yeah. never even mentioned. Nope. Nope. Also, how old is the girl that Worf is banging? 12. 25. She's under 25. Oh my god, you're right. Oh god. Oh god, how old is she? I mean, she's... Under 25. I mean, and it, how, it, long, how long did well, it, it take ha- before, before under Romulan? Under 25 I mean, is okay. It had to be, it had to be before. Got together. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they clearly wouldn't have been doing it right away unless he's a real horn dog or something. Yeah, and if they were doing it right away before before this became like okay, they would have flushed it out. Like it probably took a while before the Klingons were were like, all right, fine, we're okay with this captivity thing because I don't imagine that was a quick transition. Yeah, no, that that no. So she's got to be like Early twenties at the yeah. at the latest. But early twenties is okay because that's like not illegal. Well, that, no, I she know, was like ten. It we're was like, hoping nah. she's early twenties. Yeah, like, exactly. that's what I'm saying is like the, the the oldest she could be. Well, Worf might be like thirty. So. I also thought there was absolutely mm. zero chemistry between her and Worf. Like oh, Worf and Kalar. Yeah. Fucking hot. Oh, yeah. You can smoking. write porns about that. She reminded I me. Will. She, the actress reminded me. I know she wasn't, but she reminded me a lot of the Bobby Hill girl from uh, 
Oh, um, who watches talk, the Watchers? Yeah, who yeah. watches the Watchers? Like the just the, the quality of the just acting. the the vacant look in the eyes. Like, yeah. what's going on? Father. I don't one one thing from the production of this that I liked is um, Michael Piler Piller Piller um, apparently had watched American no had watched Malcolm X recently like <laughs> you say American History X yeah because I was, gonna, I was that like that's very, very that's different very film. different no Malcolm X and was kind of like yeah no I like that you know because we got Worf and he'll be like you know the black dude that's like telling people to be proud to be black oh god and it was and but then like the episode gets really complicated when it comes to like the racism aspects of yeah. it and like the culture things and, yeah. and i'm certain they didn't you know ask any actual black people yeah it's it's not had, even michael dorn i was gonna had, say they could have had, had michael dorn any it's, historians on this or anything it's pretty messy when it comes to the message it's trying to get across yeah that? the message is definitely like i don't know what it was Honestly, yeah. by yeah, the I end. mean, it makes Worf almost the bad guy because it, these people are living peacefully together. They're very happy. Yeah, they're happy. Romulans and Klingons getting along. Cats and dogs living, living together. together. Yeah. Mass hysteria. Like, this is unthinkable. Worf, Jay commented in the middle of the episode, like, Worf would not d- donate blood to a, Kling- to a Romulan who was dying. And now he's up down here being like, this, this, this might be okay. I guess I'll live here. Listen. I'll just give everybody. I'll just teach everybody Klingon Taekwondo, well, and it'll I be think, fine. I think the dick wants what the dick wants. Plan. I think he had the, he, his plan all along was to rabble rouse yeah. The, yeah. the kids. I think I think he was hoping that they would just get tired of his bullshit and just let him go. Maybe. <laughs> so I missed. I think, I think he wanted to free them by like reminding them who they are, even which though they've never ignored. Known which also are, completely yeah. ignores the fact who's, that people should be allowed to choose who they are. So yeah. I missed. How they rationalize the end when all these Klingon kids have been saved and brought aboard the Enterprise. Crash ship. There should be records of who a these crash, people are. It was a you crashed think? ship from four years ago was the cover story. Yeah, no. It's... When we already know the Klingons have pretty advanced technology to figure out what bloodline you're a part of. Yeah. Like, this one's got pointed ears. Wow, you're 12 years old. Uh, I, don't think, I, I don't think she ago. came back. I think she yeah, stayed. Yeah, no, I, I, think she they, stayed? She stayed. They, I think they implied, yeah. yeah okay. they otherwise, uh, otherwise it would be complicated between her and Yeah, because Worf would be like, hey, Alexander, meet your new mom. She basically... She basically Yikes. said, like, well, with how you reacted to me, I guess I don't have anywhere to be outside of this location. Right, Thanks. Good. Yeah. Ouch. I mean, she maybe would have been okay on Earth. Uh, she would have been she? fine in a lot of places. And, like, but honestly, she could have gotten, gotten surgically uh, altered to look more Klingon. Or just, Yikes. again, just Wow. I mean, her, her hair already was doing a fine job. Yeah. She was really worried. I know. I think at the very, Jake can attest to this. Like, at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, Romulans and Klingons living together. Are we going to see any Romulan-Klingon hybrids? And Jake is quiet. <laughs> and then the whole time I'm like, her ears are covered and her mom's ears are covered. But that was, you know, they, were, they matched because they're moms. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on with the ears under there. And then and then we, we learned she's a hideous, deformed freak. I was actually, I was disappointed in the episode that they didn't show more about the cooperation between the Klingons and the Romulans. Yeah, but mm. also if they had shown that they had being a, a like a harmonized society, they had an episode and a half to do it, and they still failed. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's just kind of like there there really wasn't any interactions. There was only there's only one speaking Romulan in the yeah. in the entire thing, and the, other than that, there's basically no interactions yeah. between the Romulans and the Klingons. And it would have been interesting to actually see a society like that that was combined and like meshing and gelling together but then again that also would have messed up the message which 
would have turned the message into Worf is just a total monster, whereas mm-hmm. this one, it's kind of like, this is problematic, but he seems bad. Yeah, I know they cut a bunch of scenes. I don't know how. I don't know how they had so many scenes to cut when, again, they had an episode and a half to do this fucking plot. Well, because they had to fit in the data bullshit. Well, no, no, no. They didn't, like... There's still an episode in, and in a Birthright, half. In Birthright Episode 1, nothing happens that couldn't have happened in Episode 2 in terms of the Worf story. Yeah. I mean, other than... I think, yeah, the Shrek stuff probably. Yeah, but they also cut they cut stuff that would have developed the wharf. How the fuck do you pronounce the girl's name? Ba'el, whatever. Ba'el, Ba'el. Their their romance. And also her mother, Giral, would have defended her relationship with her Romulan cohort there of when Worf was being particularly racist about it. And I I think that could have been nice. I didn't give a fucking shit about the romance at all. No. Well, also, I you know, the fact that it was the kid... That, uh, you know, the, the... The boy? The boy. Twerk? Yeah. Sorry, his name is Twerk? Talk. Oh, sorry, Talk. Talk. I wrote Twerk oh. like an idiot. Talk. I didn't give a shit about him. Yeah, no. No. Like, I, I was he, convinced Worf was like, gonna Like, he should have yeah. brought her on the hunt. If, if anything, I, like, Worf seems wicked manipulative because he yeah. takes, like, he takes the, um, the naive, incredibly hormonal, like, yep. you know, Klingon kid... And then basically plays into, like, all of these things that, like, Worf knows that, like, Klingons just kind of naturally like. Yeah. To, to, like, overpower any other decision-making he may have had. Yeah. When he was going on and on and on about the hunt, I was very concerned that they were going to be hunting the most dangerous game. Um, <laughs> that would have been great. It's like, it's like, now finish him! And it's like... A Romulan. Oh, no. So it's like, talk, no! We were it's supposed just, to play board games just, later! It's just Worf <laughs> hunting talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, Worf, like I said, in the, like, this is pretty much, you know, Worf is just some douchebag uh, missionary. You know, oh, these yeah. people are perfectly yeah. happy, but here he is to shove Klingon down their throats. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Worf, not everyone wants to be a Klingon as badly as you. I mean, to play devil's advocate on it, like, he is, like, from his point of view, he's just trying to be like, you have an existing culture that's been denied. Yeah. Um, you know, and that and that plays into some of the really problematic racism stuff. Yeah. You know, because it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, are these people forming a meshing culture? Or has their culture been like Romulan washed? I think and, no, we and don't. Thing, and, and aspects like that, but it's it's things that are too complicated for this episode yeah. and are not handled. Because you although know they are kind of played with. If they showed that the culture had been Romulan washed a bit, like because really it just seemed like both sides had just been like, let's eschew what we know and just make something new, and that seems to be what happened, right? And that's like because I don't think great. Of... that's that's awesome, but it, it does seem like. You know the Rom- the the Romulans don't want the Klingons to actually really know a whole lot about you know the Klingon kids to know about yeah. like their actual culture. Well, yeah. Also, I think because you know, we've talked about this before is that like the whole Klingon culture is garbage. Yeah. Like it's a bad thing, right? The whole yeah. the only Dalron is rewriting their history. The only he's thing, an ass. you know, and we've always said like, oh, well, maybe there are scientist Klingons and, like, pacifist Klingons and, like, maybe there's more people. We just always see the warrior class. But based on this episode, it doesn't sound like that's true. It just sounds like, no, you're Klingon. You gotta be a fucking bloodlusting warrior. Right. Yeah. If if the kids were basically educated in what they're like the, it's like this is what the klingons usually stand for we choose to stand for something different mm. then that would have worked great yeah that's true 
But then Worf would have been a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at what By, look at what being you know a warlike people got us. You know, we were our our parents, your father, every you know there was yeah. We were in, it's like it, it's like your your mother and father. Like you know, it's like your their families have been warring for literally centuries, and we are choosing something new. We are yeah. Choosing yeah. Something and you could even have the Romulan, you know, do some stuff like, well, yeah, we spend all of our time scheming. All we do, all the time, it gets exhausting. But I guess in a way. Not having that makes it a li- more insidious on the Romulans' part because it really yeah. does seem like they've domesticated them mm. to an extent, right? In this in this episode, yeah. but again, that's that's why it's like it's just it's so problematic dealing with like race relations stuff. Oh, yeah. It has like so much like human cultural like it's like I love the concept but from like the fiction culture side but because it's within our actual culture where these issues are brought up and they're not always dealt with very well in our Mm -hmm. fiction like in this case i don't think it was utilized very well you know it's like would have been nice if it had been different to be better than it was sure yeah and a lot of it again like to me uh, it just having not looked up ahead of time a lot of it did just kind of feel like we've got these disparate ideas we'll cram them together and they'll make a two-parter we need a wharf episode to keep michael dorn happy because he's been bugging us (laughs) which i mean all of the actors do that but (laughs) we haven't had a lot of klingon stuff for a while now i wish it had been better yeah Yeah, yeah, sure i did like i love the klingon stuff that's my favorite yeah i did i do like wharf with the long hair oh yeah now was this first episode with the long hair because i noticed we'll have seen last week (laughs) wink wink if that's Ah. true Hmm. yes no it definitely suits him much much better yeah than that fucking 60s girl band I i do love the ponytail yeah, the most right. honorable of haircuts. Yeah. It looks way better on him. It does. Yeah, I did like when, when in part one, when Data goes to Worf to talk about dream quests. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but because they he'd been talking with Julian Bashir that his hair can grow, my thought was, ah, he's going to Worf to talk about growing his hair out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. Any uh, other thoughts on this one? Meh. Yeah. I think we can move on. Yeah. All right. The clock, the clock dictates that we move forward. I think the clock is just helping to predict reality mm-hmm. as opposed to guiding. It. Not gonna lie, I kind of like the clock. Thank you. Uh, You're very welcome. <laughs> I, had w- to, it, I had to buy supplies for it. <laughs> it won't work at all when we do our season wraps. Yeah, no, that, oh, no, that's gonna have to be the exception this, this to the. This is not for every situation. It, it does one situation well. <laughs> The normal situation. situation. So next up, we have Starship Mine. This is the one Rossi begged to be a guest on. I love this episode so much, which is going to be weird. But you have nothing to talk about. I know. Featuring John Luke McClain. Yes. So basically, the Enterprise... (laughs) That's good. The Enterprise is docked at the Bremler Array to get... Some kind of MacGuffin radiation. No, no. oh my goodness! Did you even watch it, Chris? It's a baryon sweep. It's a baryon sweep, and it's it's going through the ship in order to sterilize everything. Yeah, it's going to keep the ship clean. So wait, is this just is this just code for like sterilizing the fucking holodecks after Reg has been there? Yes. No, the the I wasn't calling the sweep the MacGuffin. The radiation it's sweeping off is the MacGuffin. So yeah, the sh- the, no, the radiation, I mean, it makes sense. It like, does. Like, there would be, like, build-up of Yeah, so shit. it's That's built up... MacGuffin. It's built up a bunch of crap. That's an incorrect usage of the word It's MacGuffin. going through a car wash. It's, yes, it's going through a car wash, except this With car wash is rules. made out of deadly, deadly energy. It's a rules. wall of death. 
Yes. <laughs> so everyone has to, uh, you know, evacuate, evacuate the shit. Which I, Livingston too, I hope. I object to the term evacuate because to me, evacuate is like an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. This was you a they had, to, they had to vacate. Yeah. This was a planned when it's an emergency disembarking <laughs> of the whole of the ship's complement. And you know they're gonna go just chill out on the planet while it gets the car wash. And they all go down to Commander Hutch's party and Hutchinson's. Call me Hutch. <laughs> they go to Hutch's party, and then Hutch happens to make because Hutch is a famous small talker and uh, as fuck to everybody. Yeah, except Data. Oh, God, I, I loved it so much. So yes. so much. It's like the Pip episode of uh, Animaniacs, but um, they'll get to that later. Well, but um, I don't think we will. I'll, I'll explain. Anyway, <laughs> so Picard, you know the guy Hutch mentions an offhand way that they have like. Wonderful horseback riding trails. Let's explain how they and have horses. And then Picard gets a boner. Yeah, Picard remembers there was that one episode in like season one or two where he was apparently a rider, so it's Come brought up time. again. I, I feel like a lot of that was Picard really just hyping yeah. it up. Like, but he, he does was, actually have a season. He does, he does, yeah, he does have a season. He to replicate that. <laughs> no, he's yeah, I really, that's I why always, he really needed yeah. to go to the ship. He was like, shit. I no, no, because here's the thing. I I thought that too, but then at the end he seems to really care about getting it recovered. Yes. Yes. And by then, poor Hutch is dead, so it's not like he has a pretense to keep up. Did they up. kill Hutch? Hutch no, is dead. No, Jordy wasn't dead. Why is Hutch dead? How did Hutch die? He was covered in it. He had a sheet over him. You don't put Why? a sheet over someone who's oh, just murdered. Two dude, people were shot with the same gun. No, I know. I was really depressed. Anyway. Maybe no, 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 no. it's just because he's shot in a more sensitive mm-hmm. place. Yeah. So anyway. So Picard gets This is bullshit. I know. I'm really this upset. I had no idea that There's, Hutch actually died. I'm so died. sorry. No. Hutch is alive, damn it. All right. <laughs> don't you die on me, Hutch. Christ. Don't you die on me. That was one of the terrorists me. under that blanket. And you will never tell me otherwise. Don't get me wrong. I was super bummed out, too. All right. And they never talk about they him again. They don't. It's some bullshit. Because they were all happy. Justice for Hutch, anyway. No, it's because they cut a scene. Oh, Okay. So they, um, anyway, Picard goes back to the Enterprise to get his saddle and to change it. Well, pretty sweet outfit, I'm not gonna lie. Mm, I'll agree with you on this one. But then he realizes something, great. something seems weird I about, notice. about the people that are on the ship to like set it up for the sweep and he ends up lingering too long and then Tuvok tries to kill him and he can't beam off in time. So it becomes this whole diehard thing where he has to take out the terrorists uh, don't call them terrorists. They're right, not right. terrorists. They They're capitalists. Yes. But that's also which the, is that's just also as the plot bad. Of Die Hard, and yes. that's also the plot of Die Hard because yes. everyone thinks they have a they have a political message right. first, but, but they then they just they just want money. Yes. So you know he picks people off one by one. Eventually, he finds out what they're doing is trying to basically steal some trilithium waste from the. Warp core because it can be used to make very volatile bonds, which they can sell to people who have political no, leanings. No, it's extremely, it's very deadly. That's what it's you extremely toxic. No, you said it was. Explosive. I heard you can turn off a star with it. Volatile. But it also is very explosive. Remember, because he it, that's how it eventually does explode. Yeah, yeah. England has something they're to say. Very... What? I want to be clever. It's all like now I have a phaser. Ah, <laughs> 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 français. Yes. So yeah, anyway, it just... Thanks um, for the pity laugh, Rossi. Oh, I, I didn't get it. So yeah, Picard like <laughs> improvises some weapons, and he steals Worf's crossbow, which Worf suddenly has. What do you What do you think they call a Klingon like <laughs> crossbow? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that so uh, that is the hawk Yeah, That's and on the surface, pupily. On the surface, Hutch's uh, party is taken hostage. One of the ho- one of the, one of the one of the terrorists is killed, and Hutch goes into a different room for the rest of the episode. 
<laughs> yes, that's what happens. Takes Definitely is yeah. dead. He's out in the stables and it's, with his personal saddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting for John Luke. And yeah, at the end, like John Luke Worst has a fisty cuffs fight with uh, <laughs> the head capitalist or whatever. Kelsey. Yeah. Grammar? And she beams away, but it turns out he pulled off the stabilizer from her trilithium suitcase and Kerplody. And yeah, it's 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 Die Hard on the Enterprise. I liked it. Lots. I love this episode. Without an album. So it's, it's so fun. Yeah, it's another it, kind of popcorn episode, but it's yeah. great. You know what's wild? This is the same writer as The Inner Light. Really? You'd never That's fucking think because no, it's really. such a different genre. So, what was oh, wait, the... you mean the greatest episode of all time, TM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Wait, wait, wait. The person that wrote The Inner Light and this also wrote a piece of the action? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's incredible, wow. isn't it? <laughs> Actually, I believe that this this and the piece of the action would be from the same writer. But <laughs> what was your question? So what was the cutscene? Oh, they would have said he's dead. Oh, okay. Bullshit. I mean, there's a little he's more. He's dead. That means Jim. he's alive. Yeah, that's a true. They discussed. didn't say it, it. Yeah, that means it's not canon. Hutchins is alive. Hutchins but do you think they announced his death like it was small talk? Like, yeah. Oh, did you hear about Hutch? Oh, yeah. Shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah lovely weather we're having. Oh, how's his wife? Oh, okay. Okay, so the the Barry on sweep. Yes. So it's like, my impression of what that was for is that the ship, because they said they, in, they, in they, world or as yet in the world episode. in world. So they said that they had to they had to use an extra strong beam because we yeah. clocked so many hours. Yeah, because it's the Enterprise. So apparently, Jordy just goes to town. It's probably yeah. When you're at warp, I guess maybe just shit accumulates on all the bits of the ship. Yeah, the warp entities. Yeah, well, it's basically all the bugs. The bugs but are smacking yeah. but off your what, wouldn't, wouldn't the baryons be all over the people too? Because they're on the ship. I, I thought that I thought it was a baryon field. <laughs> Maybe there's a sonic shower. There's probably a different process <laughs> to decontaminate the people. One that doesn't kill them. Yes, for example. Mm. But yeah, so yes, they have to have wild. one way to do it. They have one way they have to do it for the ship. Another way for the people. I mean, certainly the easiest way is probably just shooting through a goddamn transporter. That's um, true. Can you put the ship through a transporter? That'd be have a to be a really fucking... big transporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting uh, premise. Is it the one? The one problem I have with the episode. Uh, what well, two problems? Shut. Um, they kill Joe Piscopo wasn't there. One they kill. I mean. They make Hutch go have a nap, and we never see him again. Yep, he yep. doesn't get a proper send off. And two, <laughs> uh, my actual problem. Uh, well, the other one's an actual problem too. But uh, anyway, I feel like they try to like they have a few moments where it's like they remembered they're writing Star Trek, so they have to have like Picard look sad for all the deaths. Aww. Yeah, but he doesn't actually care. No, he kills like four people. He kills at least so because he kills like Tuvok. Um, well, well, he, he, nerf he leaves him for dead. He, well, he leaves, leaves him for dead. He yeah, no, him I've, I've got, I've got. I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. Yeah, I won't <laughs> yeah. kill you, but I will leave you in a part of the ship unconscious, <laughs> he, knowing full well the field is coming. He expected the others to save him, and then he realized, oh, you're not going to save him. This was my fault. Rats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's also the girl that steps on the on the little uh, explosives. Yeah, which Cures. neither of them try to drag away from. Like her. she just got uh, wiped Eaten by the field. Yeah. 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 And Sattler. I think is another Waldorf. One. Yep. <laughs> like Sattler only, was the first one. The only Neil. one of them whose death John Luke is not directly responsible for is the one that she literally murdered. That's yeah. Neil. Yeah. Good old Neil. Neil, or Neil, as I called consistent, him. Consistent, solid, good old He Neil. was the hacker guy from Die Hard. Yeah, so I called him. I called him terrorist Barkley. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, this is what Barkley would have been if he was a terrorist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was capitalist. He was a computer <laughs> hacker that opened, the, uh, that opened yeah. the thing. Yeah, without the cool music. Yeah. Now, it occurs to me, though, why did they need weapons 
at the reception in the first place. The because, hostage takers? Yeah, because here's how I see this. Go- so, yeah. So, why do they even take on? Why would not Why would they just be like, all right, we're just going to be here. Yeah, there's we'll no keep, reason. We'll keep them from leaving or, or canceling the thing. Or Yeah, we all we all know Hutch is going to talk them to death, well, so they're they going to be stuck here. They were having a party in the room that controlled everything. Yeah, but here's the thing. If, if Captain Picard wasn't on the ship... They'd have never known. Yeah. Then they would have never had they to pull those guns. They wouldn't have had guns. to yeah. be taken hostage. They would, have, they would have never been hostage. I mean, they, the only reason there's hostages is because they left the guns in a place. Jordy could see them. Mm. Like, they did on a heating they, Yeah, they could have just... like. So honestly, well, that, even, even if Jean-Luc was on the ship, everything would have happened exactly the same, except yeah. Jean-Luc probably would have just died because they probably would have shut off the comm system. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, the, the, the plot on the planet was a little like... Plus, you, you know, you can also tell why they had to have Worf excuse himself from the party. Because mm-hmm. there's no way he would have just sat there and taken all that. Because yeah. they could have gone through this whole thing. He'd have been hushed. This whole plot without anybody <laughs> knowing that it had happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because I doubt they're keeping track of all of their trilithium See, resin. I, I can imagine them having the weapons in case something went wrong. Yeah. But when, And then Jordy figured it out. And granted, mm. they said, like, oh, yeah, I bet they were expecting to use these later. Maybe they weren't expecting to use them at all. Yeah, maybe. And they just had them and then realized, oh, fuck, this man with his visor figured that out. It's also worth <laughs> noting that yeah. nobody on this planet, nobody at the reception has any idea that there's anything going on up on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, That's through true. the yeah, not not till the very end. They don't even know John Luke's up there. Yeah, yeah. they just think he's, he's out riding. Yeah, senior crew riding. members will go missing for days at a time on the ship before they do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, they so. they really aren't very good about it. In the last episode, stuff. they didn't even know Worf had left yeah. <laughs> until Alexander like showed up at school all in in a, in a potato sack. This boy is being neglected. Um. Oh my god, that was his plan all along. Yeah, He doesn't even give a shit about Moog. He just needed a good excuse. He was like, hopefully Child Protective Services you know, will take him. You know what the worst part is? Worf gets himself excused from Hutch's party, but he told Alexander he had to go to Hutch's party. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's nice. Like, you know that's what happened. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Father, do you want to go... Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, senior staff have to attend the so uh, hutch. Must, there must be some pretty... Co- like, this is, must be like a full-on colony or something with... Because there's a thousand... Yeah. Enterprise crew that just are hanging out. Yeah, they, they need something to do. Yeah, I do know that because of cost, they could not use any extras at the reception, which is why there's only Deanna, Bev... Data and Jordy and Riker. It's mm. only those those five fucking guys. I was so sad guy. the jumpsuit was back. Yeah, what like the I fuck thought was we'd that see about? Well, Weird. she's not officially on duty, so she can wear her. So she can wear clothes. her fucking dump clothes again. Yeah, could she have put on one of her I was, sexy I dresses? I actually that really threw me Please. off to the point where I was like going through episode descriptions because I was like, wait a second, she's not supposed to be wearing that. That was a whole big deal that she has yeah. to wear normal clothes. Yeah. and you know it's like normal uniforms. And it's like, why is she wearing this thing? And it's totally well, Picard would let her me. do what she wants to, though. Yeah, I, th- I feel like yeah. she could start. Going, she could go back up. I think. Maybe she likes wearing the uniform yeah, when she's, she's on duty. Well, she's realized, like, oh, I'm less chilly on the bridge now. Well, oh, she's, and people she's respect also, me a tiny She's also more. played with the idea of taking the command classes and stuff. To, yeah, that, not yet. So, uh, they yet. haven't talked no, about okay. it yet. That doesn't well, come. maybe that's that foreshadowing. Yeah. She, likes, she likes the uniform. It comes up so. soon. I, I delighted in the, the loop that was Hutch and Data's subroutine. Oh my god, mm-hmm. so good. That was just like, that was just... First of all, actually no. First, let's let's go back. Data shadowing Hutch and just kind of like See, silently was, yeah, waving like, his no, arms. No, no, I could not. That was, was, that was so, a Joe Piscopo. Was, yeah, that was amazing. So good. I loved I it. I liked it. I loved it. I and then really they start good. talking and I was like, this is... 
the best thing ever. They're going to be best friends. They're going to be pen pals. You terrorist fucks. Well, not anymore. Mm. See, here's uh, the thing. I didn't think... I, everyone was going down dreading it. Like, Hutch is, is the most offensive, boring convoluted man he does there seem is. Boring. He was he's pretty bad. Boring, but everyone you I know to, makes bad small he's talk. Though. You have to talk with him for maybe 30 seconds before he sees a new thing to talk to yeah. and goes to them. That's yeah. almost insulting then. It's like what, I'm not interesting enough for you to talk to me all day? I don't want to talk to you what at all. What does he know from interesting? Yeah. Jerk. Yeah, yeah this I, guy. It's really silly though. No, do you want to talk to someone interesting? I got stories. The the episode I'll give it credit. It got me invested in Hutch. Yeah. I was really bummed. <laughs> I was like you motherfuckers, because plus you know you don't you don't introduce a character like that in a Star Trek just to zap them. Yeah. Well, I think I mean I think the idea was you know we're going to create an interesting character for them to encounter and then people will be sad when he gets zapped. Yeah, no, I was I was genuinely upset. Yeah, but then they don't sheet. they don't make it clear that he got zapped. Yeah, so he's they, probably fine because they don't say it and then <laughs> well, they just kind of like see him they, again. Yeah, they pan. Well, he could just be unconscious. Well, he, he's also covered he's in a chilly. sheet. Yeah, he's chilly. Well, you barely... Like, I would have missed the sheet because they but they panned over it so quick and then you never see it again. I, I think the fact that they were... That they were that Beverly was tending to Jordy and mm. no one seemed to give a shit about Hutch. He was sleeping. You don't wake up Hutch. Yeah, yeah he was just he sleeping. I think it was pretty fine. clear to me that he was dead. They just, didn't, they just didn't want to tell him... Mm. They just didn't want any more small talk out of him. But yeah, there, there's an episode of Animaniacs. They uh, actually smothered him. I forget what it's called, but there's a character called Pip. And he's voiced by Ben Stein. This is back before... Ben Stein became annoying. I mean, to be fair, Ben Stein was always a piece of shit, but going well, before we knew. But we didn't know. Before yeah. we knew. That's fair. Um, ben Stein's are, money was fun. Yeah. It was. Yes, it was. But it, this was around, it might even predate when Ben Stein's money. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel, it sure he was. He was the co-host, yeah. Fat Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> they but, had um, great chemistry. Yeah. But so there, the Warners have broken into a studio party, but then they come across this guy, Pip, who is just... Is he a human? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's got weird proportions, but he's a human. He's about the same size as a Warner, and his head is enormous. But he just starts, well, they're different heights. He's about the size of Yakko. So he just starts telling this story, and it's supposed to be simple, but he keeps interrupting himself, and he's got this Ben Stein drone, and they try to escape him, but he's like, oh, yeah. He, like, has their powers. He gets yeah. to pop anywhere. It's, it's quite amusing. I, I like it. And it just, that's, you know, kind of what they were going for, I think, with Hutch, this just sort of tedious fellow you don't want to talk to at a party. That always finds Yeah, you. but there's, look, did you see all the fucking free food? Everything looked great. It did. Yeah, I would talk with this guy for a party. minute well, to talk about this too is though, I, think, I think the thing is with Hutch, too, is that his reputation precedes him. It does. Because a lot of people don't even know him and they don't want to see him. Like Worf knew to back out of the party. But, like, but he's introducing himself to everybody. The yeah. only person he seems to actually know is Picard. Yep. Well, he knew Beverly, too, right? Did he? Yeah, they said he said he was at the academy. The oh same yeah, time he said? saw no, he mm. saw her. Give me your worked, updates, bitch. When she worked at Starfleet Medical. That's right. That's right. That's right. But he didn't know Riker. He didn't nope. know Jordy or nope. or Data, obviously. Though Riker's reputation did precede him. Yep. What did he say? Like shining blue eyes. Something. Quite yeah, a yeah, ladies' yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> Hutch, I mean, whatever. Hutch might be the first openly gay character on Star Trek, which would be fucking awesome. Well, except except they that they fucking him. killed him. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they tend to do that on Star Trek with gay characters, don't mm. they? So one thing about this, uh, changing gears, one thing about this <laughs> episode I really liked was the very start when they were just doing administrative stuff. Like, I yeah. don't know, I really, like... Oh, and Bev is like, make sure all my fucking tiny algae molecules get right, beamed I don't, off. I don't think that was, you know, like, 
business the captain should have to worry himself about but like it was pretty cool having all the characters come up and like it's like while they're all trying to get off the ship they're all got like their own little problems and weird yep. things that are popping up and they're like working together to try to fix it and like find creative well they're really just to... bothering the captain with it i i know but, but like it's, but, I think but it works... it's still interesting like yeah, it, was, it was very it was, interesting. you know and i think it's good for his character because like he yeah, you're right. It isn't his job, but he figures out whose it should be, and he's like, "All right, do this and this and this and this." And it it, it shows that he can deal with a lot of yeah. nitty gritty, even though you know, like a lesser captain, let's say, I don't know, Jellico, just to make up a name, would probably be like, "I don't have to know this nitty gritty bullshit." Yeah. But Get a good it done. captain, uh, you know. Yeah, I think I think it might have been very intentional to like remind people that like this guy actually knows the inside. The ship inside and out. Yeah, like, he knows he how cares. to delegate. Like he, yeah, it's like, but he also, but he, but he also, like, when uh, he needed to like help Beverly with her samples or whatever that would have been fried, he was like, oh well, talk to engineering. They've got like this kind of stasis unit you could probably use. Like, yeah, he wouldn't necessarily have to know what random crap the engineering people have lying around, but like yeah. he's down there enough and talks to people. Yeah, and I think you know, sometimes the key is like, even if you don't know, if you can direct somebody to the person who does. Yeah, you know, like that can be just as it's better yeah, than just going like I don't know. Yeah, and it, again, I think it, it makes a very good point about him as a captain. Right. It's it's it often, especially in these episodes, it often seems rare to see someone just being competent at their job mm. because it's usually like really insane stuff going on. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's, it's very like reactionary instead of right just being like status quo things like i got a guy for that like yeah. these things are probably like you know because obviously like with any tv show the episodes are about when shit goes hooey this is actually 90 percent of these people's lives yeah. is shit like this uh, i also i think this is one of the few times where i've read one of the first times since i think right the first time since either, either the motion picture or star trek 2 Probably the motion picture because the ship was in pieces. Whoa. But like people are like walking around. There's like a, just a voice over the intercom being like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like you know, that too. Gotta do this. Gotta do that. It's like it's very like oh yeah no this is like one of the few signs. That, yeah no this is a goddamn ship with like shit to do. There's someone somewhere doing a PA kind of thing. It. It, it would have been cool to see more of that in other episodes. Yeah. Like, I feel these... like we saw some on yesterday's Enterprise but that was a different Enterprise. Yeah. Right. With very yeah. different concerns. Yeah. But it's just like they, they don't always have like these kind of like small like moments that would normally be tedious but because they never show them they actually are kind of interesting. Yeah. What happened to the whales? They got beamed off. Yeah. Where? Is there a tank? There's a tank. Sure. There's a tank and there's a whale version of Hutch. Or <laughs> the whale's just like, oh god, can I be excused? <laughs> can I be excused from Commander Shamu's reception? <laughs> I imagine. No, I imagine uh, whale Hutch is a beluga. No, nothing, but they got big shiny heads like Hutch. Wow. Oh, speaking of big shiny Yikes. heads, so so Picard claims to be Mott the farmer. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I was not as interesting because. Prior to well, Hutch, terrorists... the, the, the last time we, you know, we know that, that Mott is basically the Enterprise's Hutch in terms of true. Oh, that's talking true. people's that's true. ears off and yeah. then cutting their ears off. Well, these off. terrorists also, I don't think they did any of their homework. No. They... You'd think they would know the captain of the ship they're stealing yeah, from. Yeah, you'd think they'd know that. You'd think, you know, they, they, I mean, they, they could have looked <laughs> up and been like, but Mott the Barber is she, a bully. She, she planned this thing for years yeah. and never looked at the captain. Never thought to look never, at <laughs> Never, never once. No, we know there's no such thing as security in Starfleet. Anyone can go on Starfleet Wikipedia and like, and again, it's not even just that, but it's like, he's not just the captain of any old ship. 
He's the captain of the motherfucking Enterprise. The flagship. <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, they have the most trilithium resin lying around. Yeah, I'm he's sure. probably on postage stamps for fuck's sake. Mm. Not postage in the future. I know, it's but all that's free. a form of money, you communist. I was capitalist. actually thinking about how it's just fake money today, as I was putting a million stamps on a letter. Good story. Kind of, I think it's just like real money, essentially. Yeah, it's just it's money you've turned into money that rather than tape money literally onto an envelope, you turn it into tapeable money. Um, if you do that now, people would just steal the money off the envelope. Oh, yeah. And shit yeah. would never get where it was going. Well, I don't know. I deal with that a lot at work, actually. With yeah. what? People stealing your postage? No, customers putting post putting just money with the mail and the really? postage. That's that happens? silly. Yeah, and then I have to bring it back, get it turned into stamps. Oh, you, did you do that? You can't, like... Is that, like, a thing you can do with well, the post because office? because we're not being jerks. Yeah, but, I mean, is that an acceptable... All right, if you're listening to this, don't do this. But yeah, sometimes what customers will I do is... I hate to buy they'll stamps. Just, they'll <laughs> just leave, the, they'll leave, like, a couple bucks, like, in with, like, a handful of letters that are not stamped. And then I'll go back to the post office. I'll give it to a clerk. They get they buy the number of stamps, put it on the letters. I take the change and give it you back. Don't, don't, you, don't oh, do you, that. But don't you do that. You don't take the change as a check? Don't do that. No, it's not my money. That's theft. Whose money is it? It's the customer's money. Yeah, you, no, because so if somebody gives you like a Christmas card or like, gives you money around Christmas time, you don't give it back. So it's just this like, is way different. You give yeah. the in my mind would be like you no, gave me some undeliverable the, mail. No, and some the expectations and context are very very. Yeah, yeah they are. And, 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 you know, if I'm you saying, don't like to buy stamps, I'll take your I'm, money and buy you stamps. It's funny. I I'm, do like to buy stamps. I'm telling our audience not do this. Do our too. audience is all like our age, yeah, don't so we don't send mail. I send mail. I got people I got, send mail. I got, I, last time I went into the last I went to the post office, I said, "Can I have a roll of stamps?" And the guy was like, "You know, that's a hundred stamps, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right." That's, that's fifty-five. Bucks. You know, that's a lot of stamps, right? <laughs> that's why we have so many stamps. <laughs> Every time Jake just needs one, he buys a roll of a hundred and uh, like, keeps forgetting that he has them. The you last, do, I have no. I'm making, I'm making a stamp collection. The last piece of post I, forever stamp. I had to send was a lot uh, of the cute ones are forever stamps nowadays. So yeah, like, but all, you know the last stamps, push those, yeah. not all stamps. I don't think you can still buy like two cent stamps. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, you have to sometimes. And Fifty-five cent stamps. Mm-hmm. You can buy stamps that are for like big uh, envelopes. It's like mm-hmm. two bucks and change. Man, the last time I, was I sent... using 96 cent stamps. Mm. I just will never finish this. I won't. Sorry. It's it happens all the time. Oh, I know. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It happens to me. Mm. But, you know, last time last time I had to actually post something was uh, my, my heating oil bill. And uh, the guy who ran the company retired. So they were... He sold his... His... Stamps. Portfolio oh. to a new <laughs> company. Who has online bill pay. So that was the only thing I ever needed stamps for. And now I don't. I'll take them. That's all right. We still oh, I would buy them. I would, I would buy them. You work for the post office? We still got them. I had no idea. Yeah, I've been working there for four years. I had no fucking clue, dude. We're going full-time in, well, probably by now, actually. Oh, when this gets full Congratulations. Um, mostly, I think. If you haven't gone full-time by now and you're listening to this episode, I'm so sorry, I'm going to be very upset. Yep. I'll be very mad. You'll be home. I'll be on another episode talking about how I need to destroy all of civilization. That's true anyway. My father's a postman. So anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> so neither rain nor snow nor gloom of night will keep me from my wrath. Yeah, today sucked. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So anyway, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Post aside. 
Picard evidently knows the Vulcan neck pinch. Yeah, yeah. Although purportedly, the uh, the writers say he was just doing a carotid artery block, and they didn't intend for he knows he knows how to do he knows how to do that because he did the mind meld with Sarah and Spock. But McCoy was melt was melded with Spock a bunch of times. He tried it, and he tried it in three. Granted, three is terrible. Uh, he tries it in three and it doesn't work. Oh, but yeah. that's because I think Doc took the Hippocratic Oath, which is, you know, first do no harm, second do lots and lots and lots of harm. <laughs> well, I'd also like to think that the nature of what was happening at that moment was that, like, Spock and McCoy were kind of both jangling around in his head. Hot. And so it was like... Hot. Like, Spock was trying to aim. McCoy was like, what the fuck is going on? Whereas... Picard has knowledge he learned via a meld, and only he is in his own head right now. Mm. Uh, the part, of course, that is funny, for those of you who don't know, is that the guy he neck pinches is played by Tim Russ, who will go on to play a Vulcan oh, our audience knows in this. Voyager. Caitlin probably didn't. I was, I'm not an audience member. I'm a cast member. Well, I was, I was You were like, to... I wasn't going to tell you. You're out. James is staying forever. I, 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 was trying to sort of, I was trying to present Ooh. it as... Oh, I mean... Ooh. Wow. I was trying to present it as giving information to the audience so I could just give it to Caitlin. Yeah, we call that mansplaining. Well, no, I was trying. No, to, it's okay. I didn't know. No, no, I was trying to like. <laughs> I was trying to make it not look like that. And I was trying to. Um, wow, Chris, you fucking pig! How I mean, dare you? Ridiculous! I'm just trying to uh, no, I'm just go kidding. take a red pill and go home. So how fast? So the Baryon suit's moving pretty slow. I thought it was moving pretty fast. But the thing is. For imagine, that size? But imagine how long it takes to move from engineering, which is in the very bottom of the ship pretty much. Yeah, without turbo lifts. Without turbo lifts through the fucking ladders and crawl spaces. Now remember, the ship is like, like what, 40 decks high? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty... I don't, crazy. I can't remember what deck engineering is on, but the, but 10 forward is on deck 10. Mm-hmm. So you're probably, <laughs> you're probably scaling the equivalent of like at least a 10 or 15 story building on a ladder. That's a lot. And then crawling through a lot of those little tunnels. Yeah, Jeffrey's tube and tunnels. How long does it really take to climb a ladder? I don't know. I mean, presumably over time it takes longer and longer as your arms fucking scream at you. Also, You're using your legs, for, too! For, for uh, Picard to yeah. MacGyver up those uh, that explosive uh, yeah. trap. And also break a ladder. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, I thought that was the great. Off it. The rungs have been bumped. But he probably could have gotten away if he just did like two or three rungs, but he went yeah. like all the way up with that. He, he, got, he, he was having fun. Yeah. Like at some point, yeah. He's, he's like, like breaking the ship is awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Fuck, that's right. The danger is happening. <laughs> I'm going to have to fix this later. I'm gonna have to oh, no. Jordy, as as Aim said, is gonna fix that. No, Jordy's gonna make Reg do it. I love when he when he started talking to Kelsey at like this might have been like kind of during that, and he's just kind of messing around with stuff in sick bay. Yeah, and he's like combining things and something like, explodes. Yeah, and it's like he like he like puts something like into a dish and it just erupts into flame. He's like, yeah. <laughs> This is why Wesley likes doing this kind of shit. Well, if you're starring in an action film, you might as well get to enjoy oh, yeah. it. Yeah. He'd taken off, like, at least a couple layers of clothes at that point. Yes, he had. It was impressive how jacked he was. Or at least I was impressed, because there was a point where you could, like, see, like... Actually, I think it was when he was going up one of the ladders. His shirt lipped up in the back, and it was just oh, muscle. Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! That was, just, that was a bodysuit they yeah. put on. <laughs> It was one of those, uh, oh god, you could buy them in like the early 90s, the like wrestler body suits nice. for children that gave you fake muscles and shit. I don't know. <laughs> for 
some reason you said that and I thought of like Stretch Armstrong, but it's not at all the same thing. Oh man, when he walked into fucking sick bay after the big shootout and the, all the glasses on the floor and he had to walk across it. I can't oh, that was that amazing. <laughs> Harsh. It's, oh. oh god, glass, that reminds me of something I wanted after, to say. After after Mora the dog had eaten his shoes. Mm. <laughs> One thing I wanted to say about Worf, which I forgot to Birthright. last episode. Birthright. They need to get Klingon proof tables. <laughs> Back to this episode. And was it Troy that found him, or was it? It was. <laughs> Troy's always walking in on Klingon smashing tables. Yeah. Mm. By the way, we're 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 at the we're back to the green zone. Yeah, no, we technically oh should have started goodness. a new episode by now. Oh we, my goodness! It's almost like this was a great episode that we really had to discuss for a while. We yeah. did mostly yeah. mostly Hutch. We talked there about Hutch a lot. Yeah, there wasn't more. There's not a ton to discuss. But yeah, no, like you said, Jake, very much like direct direct. One to one in a lot of cases of Die Hard, the whole like we're not actually terrorists. It's funny. Just... It's, it's funny because the writers like say it wasn't meant to be a Die Hard. Story. It, it was makes just no well, it was just going to be. I just happened to be. I happened to fall asleep watching Die Hard, and then I came up with this episode. But it had really. I don't think it's. Like they're not action. related. Yeah, no. They, there is a long convoluted history of writing. It's my favorite. It's my favorite exceptionally blatant ripoff of something else. I think I will. I will attempt to find the article. But you didn't like the Naked Now. That's a terrible I mean, episode. Yeah, it's got it's, it's got data banging on. It's got it's got one. Yeah, but we don't get to see it, it, so like, what's the point? The yeah, point is, a, your imagination is more is more filthy erotic. than what could have possibly. If happened. my imagination was enough, people wouldn't need porn, dude. Also, I mean, honestly, in this there. day and age, we got the internet. I'm sure if I just Google, Apparently. don't. I'm gonna use incognito tabs. We don't have time. Oh no, it'll be for off air. We're out yeah, of but time. You're on my Wi-Fi. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want my ISP knowing this shit. I'm now off your Wi-Fi. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, I think we'll we'll just go out while you're doing this horrible thing. All right. So uh, stop the Baryon sweep. Stop I, it. The Baryon sweep is over, and next week we'll be talking about two new episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. The first is Lesions. Let lessons. 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 Learn your lessons. Lesions. Learn your Followed lesions. by. Uh, oh no! What the Jake is happening? You've been dreading this one for since we started DNG. Uh, the chase. Ooh. <laughs> you sound like a Looney Tunes character. What is going on? I actually, I actually don't remember. Oh, it's the it's the episode that no ruins. no no you gotta save it for next week. But you won't be here with That's us next fine. week unless you are. That's we don't fine. know. We're, this is you call this a tease. Oh, next chase week. is coming next up week. next week. The chase. The chase. The fucking Jake's, chase. Jake's favorite. Is he happy or pissed? Oh, and you get to intro next week, Jake. Oh, great. Hey, fucking hey, great. Hey, Jake. I'm Jake. so looking forward to hey, it. Hey, Jake. Where can you find you guys? <laughs> you can find us online. On the internet, on wow. that online, yeah, you know, website is sshbpodcast.com. You can also catch up on our social media on the internet, on Twindler and Tumblr, yep, on sshbpodcast at symbol. And then you can find us. Use our. I love when Rossi is in pain. <laughs> Do we have a hashtag? Jeez. No. Should we? No. Do we have a hashtag? Use. A, um, how do we get one? hashtag? Why the fuck are we watching this? How do we get a hashtag? Uh, we get a you just start it? it. No. A ha- what? Is it like a? You know. You know. You don't. 
you know. Oh, don't tell me Sorry. what I know. Thanks, thanks James. You know I appreciate that you were here to help me through the don't. bullshit. I apologize. <laughs> I was uh, so confused. I was like, Jesus. Anyway, use hashtag fuck Rossi. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Anyway, you can find us also on Facebook. Just search for Star Trek. No, that- no. <laughs> Start search for Starship. If you get laid a lot because we use the hashtag um, fuck Rossi, by the way, let us know. Oh, I will we're gonna need a big thank you. Yeah, yeah this absolutely. is like a this is like a, a, a this is not it's not like fuck you, it's like a, it's like a it's a call to action. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's <laughs> alarming. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag consensually fuck Rossi. Oh my. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Great. Start search Facebook for Starship. Star steer by Starship Troopers. That, we should do Ooh. that one on a TV show. I don't know. On a TV show, it's a good show. movie. It's a Paul Verhoeven. Those are fun. Um, uh, who now? We may or may not have done, or we'll do RoboCop. We'll see. I am RoboCop. Please insert girder. Insert girder. That's what I was gonna say. How far through the act outro are you, Jake? I'm pretty close. Not very. Uh, next week we'll be. Th- we already did that one. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, find us on iTunes and Google and other podcast zone uh and then you can find us on soundcloud search for star to steer her by that's where you download the shows there's also an rss feed somewhere i think <laughs> that sounds right there has to no be one doesn't there yeah. rss anymore every podcast app does i think Ugh. i'm pretty sure he's okay right. anyway right. so so do all that and you can find us and keep up very keep up with the joneses on those places uh, until next week my name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. I've been Jake The internet da, 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 oh. has failed me. I have tried. I tried data X yar. I tried data banging yar. I tried data fucking yar. I tried data yar. I cannot find any fan art of those two fucking. Are you in DeviantArt? I was just in Google. I'll find it. Well, I mean, there's gonna it's, be it, it's there's gonna be there. stories. Like I, I got stuff of like I, I, I saw like Data and Jordy making eyes at each other. I saw Data and Picard making eyes at each other. The one thing I can't find fan art of is a canon coupling. What the fuck? Well, here's a picture with Tasha Yar's well, hologram one. with Spot. Yeah, I shared that on the Facebook one. Oh, well, fine. It's very All sweet. Right, anyway, we gotta oh, get rid of this thing. Yeah, yeah. Yippee ki motherfuckers! Woo! Yay! Yay!